This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. Governor Hochul's administration is backing the pause of New York City's right to shelter. It's Thursday, October 12th, and this is your New York Daily News. Thursday's forecast calls for mostly sunny skies in New York City with a high near 72 and a low near 53. Before today's top story, a group of first-term New York Republicans Wednesday backed expelling Representative George Santos from the House of Representatives a day after the scandal-tarred lawmaker was hit with a damaging new round of federal criminal charges. In a dramatic change of position, Representative Anthony Desposito said he would introduce a motion to expel Santos, likely once the House elects a new speaker and resumes normal business. The Long Island congressman said all six other first-term New York Republicans including two others from the island, back the new push. Santos quickly hit back by accusing his colleagues of seeking to act as judge, jury, and arbitrator of the, quote, whole goddamn thing, unquote. Santos was charged with 10 new federal charges on Tuesday on top of the 13 previous fraud and campaign finance counts. Santos denies all the charges and insists he will fight to prove his innocence. He says he wants to run for re-election in his North Shore district, which he won in an upset in 2022. And Mayor Adams and Sanitation Commissioner Jessica Tisch rolled out a new policy Wednesday requiring 95% of the city's residential building owners put out trash for street pickup in containers, the first such mandate on city residences during Adams' tenure and another new strategic offense in the administration's war on rats. The approximately 765,000 properties governed by the policy will cover any residential building with nine or fewer units and include single-family homes smaller tenements, and townhouses that have been subdivided into separate apartments. The new residential trash policy announced Wednesday is part of the city's growing escalation in its war on rats. It's also part of a broader push to eventually eliminate the ubiquitous presence of black garbage bags on city streets and replace them with standard-sized, rat-resistant containers. Since Adams has taken office, he and Tish have changed trash set-out times in an effort to cut off rats' food supplies, and they've announced that all food-related businesses would have to use containers when setting out trash, a policy they expanded on last month when the two announced that requirement would also apply to all businesses. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Governor Hochul's administration said in a court filing Wednesday that it supports Mayor Adams' efforts to suspend New York City's right-to-shelter rule, describing a pause as imperative to address the migrant crisis. The state's filing, which did not depart from the governor's consistent position on the issue, came as advocates rallied Wednesday outside Hochul's Manhattan office, urging her to support a statewide right-to-shelter. 
Hochul, a moderate Buffalo Democrat, has made clear she does not support expanding the right to shelter to the rest of the state, a step progressive lawmakers say the state constitution requires. In 1981, the city and state signed a landmark consent decree requiring the city to provide shelter to homeless men who ask for it. The protections were later expanded to homeless women and children. But the agreement, signed after a Manhattan Supreme Court justice found a right to shelter in the state constitution, has never applied to the whole state. And the state's top court, the Court of Appeals, has never settled the question of whether a statewide right to shelter exists. The city, struggling to shelter tens of thousands of migrants in its care, returned to court in May and asked for a pause of its right to shelter, reviving the case called Callahan v. Carey. The Legal Aid Society, which is fighting in court to preserve the right to shelter, said in its own filing Wednesday that a suspension of the rule going into the winter would put vulnerable New Yorkers outside in grave danger of bodily harm or death. Josh Goldfein, a legal aid lawyer, also predicted in the filing that a suspension would lead to mass homeless encampments that lawmakers had sought to avoid when they approved a Great Depression-era public relief provision in the state's constitution. The filing described the city's push as radical and extraordinary. New York City is the only major metropolis in the country that offers shelter to anybody who asks for it, and officials have suggested the rule is pushing some of the migrants to head to the five boroughs. The arrival of more than 120,000 migrants since spring 2022 has doubled the population of the city shelter system. The city, which has opened more than 200 emergency shelters in response to the surge, has projected the costs of caring for migrants could reach $12 billion in three years. A lawyer for Hochul's administration said in the Wednesday filing that the city's right to shelter has placed unforeseen operational constraints on the city as it works to manage this challenge. More than 64,000 asylum seekers are in the city's care, according to the Adams administration. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.